This is Stop Worrying, You're Retired. My name is Kristen Charles, alongside George Fossing and Ryan Mulligan on every episode talking about things that affect your financial life, especially when you're 55 and over. Often people have done the best they can. They've worked hard, they've saved, invested, they've done all the right things, but they still feel they don't have enough to cover just the bare necessities of life when they retire. So how do we know if we have the bare necessities to retire confidently? Like what? What's the bare necessity for retirement? So maintaining where you live, keeping the lights on, having what eating, <laughs> things like that. I would say the answer, George, is a plan. That oh. is the number one necessity. You, you must work around here. <laughs> I think I've heard a few stories before. <laughs> well, we had some folks came in, not their real names, Paul and Ellen. Okay. But they both are teachers at uh, Christian schools here in the Greenville area. Wonderful people. And uh, we have an affinity. And, and I would of, hope the uh, children of, are better behave there. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. You'd have to ask them. <laughs> Uh, and you know, my daughter is, is a teacher, so mm-hmm. we've got a, a certain gratitude and affinity towards helping teachers. But again, in, in a, people don't become uh, teachers for the money. I also say that not. with a lot of physicians, you really, you know, physicians, teachers, smart people, they work very, very hard for what they get. So there's gotta be a certain desire to help people in some way. So we're really, you know, those are areas that you really wanna go out of your way and, and help these folks out. And uh, Paul and Ellen came in and they were concerned about their retirement and said, you know, we're being through a private school, they're not going to get a pension Mm. like they would with a a public school. And, you know, they knew that going in. So they've been saving and putting away into the retirement accounts, just like a lot of people out there. Mm -hmm. uh, Easier said than done with the saving because they were raising children. Right. Now that the kids are out of the house, they have a focal point of you know, saving and putting away, and they're doing an excellent job. We first met with them probably a couple of months ago, and we started doing, talking about Roth accounts, which are after-tax money and grows tax-free. A lot of benefits here, and they started doing that. They were, it was exciting to watch them do that. But they came in, we started putting the plan together. And Ryan and I just uh, met with them, and the first thing we did was address designing their own pension hmm. for what they have. And they got it. They really did. They said, yeah, George, we really, you know, we've done a good job paying down our debt. You know, we don't consume a lot of stuff. You know, they're, they're just cautious with their money and, and prudent. And coming in there, so there wasn't a lot of stress for income needs. But still, just like you and me, what do you want to do when you retire? You want to enjoy life. You Absolutely. Know, you want to relax. Stop take worrying. a deep breath. Stop, stop worrying. Stop worrying. You're retired. Yeah, Name of the want, show. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to explore the world, do a little bit of traveling and, and, and visit the grandkids, things like everybody else wants to do. So really, we went ahead and we started putting the plan together. Now, we had to get a little bit more involved. There's a little bit less to work with. So basically, because they weren't able to save as much, they didn't have high paying jobs, they didn't have a pension and things like that. You had to roll up your sleeves more and really yes. make that money work. Yeah. Now, there was one huge advantage. Okay. They were smart enough to come in early. What I mean by that is Ellen's in her mid-50s. Paul is 59 and a half, soon to be 60. So they're not planning on retiring until their full uh, Social Security, which is going to be 67. So you've got uh, some time to get things yeah. to work. Yeah. And I told him that. He said, the smartest move you folks did is get in here. And they said, George, we didn't want to wait till the last minute. It's not like us. 
we need to start putting a plan together. And they've been a delight to work with. They have. I, I would say another really, really important step is for them, there, there's a large age difference. There's eight years difference between the husband right. and wife. Mm-hmm. And there are not all tools are going to work the same way when there's a big age difference compared to when the both spouses are around the same. So, And that's yeah. also pretty common these days to have an age difference. Between Very, you're right, Kristen. Yes. Yep. So the tools that George has to go over also have to make sure that the younger spouse is taken care of if something happens to the older spouse early on in, in the retirement in that part of life. So it's making sure that the right tools at the right time for each couple that comes in here. And in this case, it was really great just being able to put the plan together and let them see it and start realizing that, you know, we've got a goal now. You know, Paul came in by himself a couple of times and which is, it's nice when I see that because he expresses his concerns, you know, to take care of his bride, you know, and if something was to happen to him, it allows some pretty intimate conversations and say, listen, you know, I'm considerably older and we just want to make sure if something was to happen to me that uh, Ellen's going to be taken care of. And so it's just noble and the right thing to do. So it allowed us to be really address that. And as Ryan just said, you know, put a plan together that will cover any surprises that might occur between now and you know their, their long retirement. I also like that this couple you're talking about, very honest about the fact that they've worked really hard and no, they haven't had six figure salaries this entire time and they've had real life happen along the way. They're still going to be able to retire. They just have to tweak a few things between here and there. That's realistic. You don't want an advisor telling you, hey, everything's going to be okay. You want someone being honest with you and helping you through the process. Joining on the conversation now at Northstar65.com. What can we do to make sure that we aren't being given bad information or making wrong assumptions about major financial issues? I mean, I think this would happen on a daily basis for people that are not financial advisors. We assume a lot of things. My job is to disseminate what I think is right and what's wrong, this misinformation that's out there. That's what I do for my clients. Mm -hmm. But they, well, I heard this, George. You don't want anybody to have buyer's remorse. Right. I'm going to use a quick example, Kristen. Okay. A woman came in a little while ago, and she's recently divorced. She lives down in the Clemson area. Mm-hmm. Go Tigers. Sorry. Sorry. Go Gamecocks. Yeah. But I okay. get it. I get it. <laughs> and recently divorced. And her, her world's gone up. It's just completely changed. She was retired just uh, as a manager with the communications company here in the area and just went on Medicare. Yeah, that's, that's her health care. Mm-hmm. And she really, through doing her homework, doing some reading, she realized that uh, long-term care is not a part of Medicare. Medicare you know covers what? your hospital and doctors, but it doesn't cover what? Long-term care at all. Mm-hmm. And that's a common thing that people assume. I've had friends of my parents say, well, I'll ha- I've, got, I've got Medicare, so I'm fine. For-. And I'm like, no, you're not. It doesn't cover that stuff. Yeah. And she goes, George, I understand, if I understand this correctly, the most I'm going to get out of Medicare, something happened to me, would be 100 days of care. That's very unlikely. And very unlikely. The average is only 20 days. It's got to be skilled care, et cetera, et cetera. So she really, she realized that. She goes, holy cow, I'm now by myself entering retirement. I've got two kids and they both live down in Florida and they've got children of their own. Hmm. And guess what she does not want to do? Depend on her kids. Be a burden to them. Yeah, she doesn't want to be a burden. She goes, George, I don't want to. I love my kids. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, an extra child in that house if something was to happen to me or the financial burden or, or what. She says, that was a really huge concern of hers. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes, I, I love my kids. I want to be there to hang with the grandchildren. But, you know, come to a point, I don't want them to be caregivers. Right. Who does? Nobody. 
So we started talking about some solutions. I said, and have you looked into long-term care insurance? And as soon as you say long-term care insurance... Ugh. Okay, folks. I want to talk don't, about some riveting conversation. <laughs> yeah, hang Jeez. in there one minute. <laughs> but it was, uh, but it was, it was real, you yeah. know. And what do you think, long term care? What do you think? Automatically think nursing homes. Nursing homes. Ugh. You know. And how about this? How about using just doing this paradigm shift of how you think? How about looking at long term care as a nursing home avoidance plan? Okay, I like that. Right. How do I stay out of a nursing home? How do I not become a burden to my kids? Hmm. Right? Okay. It comes down to money. Yeah, sadly, it does. Because right, your kids never... will do anything for you, but you need enough money to not have to have them jump in so much. Exactly. And, you know, there's a, uh, uh, I think a, a really good way to picture this would be with your children. Would you rather your kids be caregivers or care managers? That's a really good way to look at that. And what is caregiving? Somebody who's going to dress you, bathe you, mm-hmm. take care of those things, clean your house. Do you look at this and say, really, you want your kids to be doing that? Or would you rather the kids be able to hire somebody who's competent, good, you trust, being paid well to come in and take care of those? And all your kids have to do is oversee that that's being taken care of mm-hmm. and enjoy you, mm-hmm. your company, right? That's the picture we paint, staying home, staying independent. So quickly on this, here's a solution. And I talked to her and she got excited and she has now applied for this. I'll give you the, the finishing product. As soon as I told her, I said, do you know there's these type of plans now that you can pay just once and be done with it, pay a single premium. You can pay it over five years and be done with it. You can pay it over 10 years and be done with it, whatever fits your financial profile. When I say done with it, it means there's no more premiums. It's paid. Okay. Number one, so you're not paying these premiums forever with what? The chance of never needing it, mm-hmm. right? Number two, people that are listening, if you have a long-term care plan, chances are you probably got a premium increase, which means your the cost of the insurance has gone up, sometimes 300%. At some point, you go, how long can I afford this? I don't want that in my retirement as far as finances. How about if the plan, I, show, I told her, I said, if it's guaranteed, the premiums never go up. It's in the contract. Okay. Number two, right? She goes, oh, wow. Two for two, George. There you go. Right? Number three, if she never needed it, never used it, passed away in her sleep like we all want to, Mm -hmm. never been a burden to the kids, lived independently, and she passed away, the money she put towards the insurance company does not stay with the insurance company. Hmm. It goes to her kids, tax-free. Okay, that's pretty good. What after, say, a period of five years or so, past that, she realizes, eh, I don't want this anymore. I want my money back. Well, that's no refunds, I would assume, right? She can get a refund. Really? She gets all of her money back, 100%. That's not a bad deal right there. And it it's gives her deal. the freedom of knowing that she's not going to have to depend on her kids too, too much. And give you an idea. Lastly, there's, you know, one, that every dollar she's putting in there, it comes out to about $4 in long-term care automatically. So she puts $50,000, it's two fifty. Now at age 80, because of the way it grows, that'll be maybe 7 or $8 for every dollar she puts in there. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. As you get older, what? chance of you needing this greater, it's going to be more expensive. So it solves that. And lastly, I think one of the most important parts, it pays cash. Cash? Cash. 
That means if you need care, you can see how Debbie was just looking at this. She goes, you gotta be kidding me. How come I haven't heard of this? It pays cash, which means if she decides to move to be next to the kids, she can be independent, she can be in assisted living facility, buy a nice small home, be mm-hmm. in a retirement house, whatever. And if she needed long-term care, it would start paying a monthly cash payment. Okay. She could use that if she decided to move in with the kids. She can do that. And she goes, I'm going to cover the rent. I'm going to cover the mortgage for you while I'm moving in here because I've got this policy that says I can use the money however I wish. Nice. Okay. As long as you qualify, she's got to need long-term care. It's not just, hey, here's the money, but she's got to qualify. So she needs, what is qualifying? Well, you know, if she needs help with her activities of daily living, getting in and out of a better chair, dressing, bathing, simple things. As you get old, things get frail. We've all, most of us have taken care of older people. These are qualifiers. You don't have to be in a nursing home. So it allows that financial freedom to be able to use the money however you wish, have the house modified, put the ramps up, whatever you want, you can use it for. She looked at me and she goes, how do I do this? Hmm. And I said, listen, here's the neat part. It doesn't cost you a plug nickel to find out. There you go. You have to be reasonably healthy. So you folks, you want to do this sooner rather than later. And uh, up to age 80, basically, you have a chance of getting protection. Younger, the better. But she looked at this. She's got an application pending right now. Should go, it should be no problem getting approved. And once that's in place, then we'll find how much we should go oh, ahead wait, and wait, 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 Hold on a second. Are there a bunch of, like, we have to sit down with a doctor and go through an approval process and get a physical for this thing? No physical. What they're looking for is cognitive impairment. Okay. So you have to get on the phone and do a, yes. an interview. So okay, people that's starting understandable. To slip. Well, we understand a lot of people, you know, you want health insurance when the day you're diagnosed with cancer or right. you know, life insurance. The insurance companies are a little savvy on that. So you don't want to wait to the last minute. You exactly. have to do it while you're healthy. So that's just an adult thing to do. We all know that you can't wait for the, for the occurrence. You can't have a car accident and then go to the, say, I want, I want automobile insurance. So it's the same type of thing. You have but to do this it's while just you're a under- phone conversation. That's so much easier. Absolutely. This is really something for this lady. What's her name? Was Debbie from the Clemson area? She's awesome. Yeah. That and was she able to yeah. give her some confidence and independence too. It's a highly rated insurance company. They've been around for, for over a hundred years. They're going to pay their claims. We're familiar with how they work, but everything I just brought up really gives you no excuse mm-hmm. to, to not look into it. Do you agree? Absolutely. It's a matter of affordability. This don't, don't get that far down the path. You have to sit down and we'll explain it to people with Debbie and we're going to customize it around her needs. Find out more at Northstar65.com. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. George Fossing is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC registered investment advisor. Northstar Financial and Retirement Planning, Retirement Wealth Advisors are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information to their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested.